The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Well, as this year's Eurovision gets underway in Liverpool this week, here at home we're also celebrating 30 years. Can you believe it? Since a small Cork town hosted the contest, Mill Street had a population of over 1,500 uh, when the Eurovision ended up there. So it was after uh, Linda Martin's win in Malmo that Noel Duggan, the local businessman, he wrote to RTE, he said, listen, can you use my local arena here in Mill Street to host the Eurovision next year? And the rest is history. Before he set off for Liverpool for this year's contest, Henry McKean travelled to the northwest Cork town and the Green Glens Arena, which is now being used to house refugees from Ukraine, and he sent us this report. Hi, my name is Catherine Hartigan. Me Murphy at the time, I am from Mill Street and the Eurovision was absolutely brilliant. The excitement around the town, my cousins came from the States, from New Jersey. It was just the most wonderful thing that ever happened here to us really. We were all excited and delighted with the whole thing. The traditional greeting to visitors coming to Ireland is Kay the Mila Falsha, a hundred thousand welcomes. But even that extravagant greeting is inadequate for this colossal event. The 38th Eurovision Song Contest and the biggest. To welcome each and every viewer, I should say, 300 million welcomes. I'm Neil Kavanagh and I won Eurovision in 1993 in the wonderful town of Mill Street, County Cork. Very unexpected venue, I have to say. Very unexpected. Very small community in it. Now, we had to actually stay outside of it. There was nowhere to stay in it. So we all had to be bussed in and out to all of the activities that we were doing. And, you know, anybody who's been to Eurovision will tell you there's loads of activities to be done in the first few days apart from your rehearsals. You know, what happens is we all kind of used to have to get the bus in and out of all the different places and all the community things. But actually, Mill Street was magical because what actually happened there was it became Eurovision land as opposed to, you know, when it's in a big city, it gets swallowed up. So the whole town was nothing but Eurovision. Oh, my gosh. the like whole Disneyland, but Eurovision. The whole county was nothing but Eurovision, really. But to be honest with you, when it's in a big city, because I've been at them in big cities since, you know, it gets swallowed up a little bit about what's going on. It Literally nothing else existed. Put it this way, after I won Eurovision, uh, I had to get a bus back to Killarney, to, to the place, you know, where I was staying. And when I got on the bus, after doing all the press conferences and all the, you know, the things I had to do afterwards, I was on the bus with fans who nearly fainted when I got on the bus. The same bus as the fans? Yeah, no, it was just a bus. You know, we all got the bus. <laughs> so we got on the bus and um, all the fans were there and somebody had a cassette single, so they ran up the front and put it on and we had to sing it all the way back to Killarney which is like 40 minutes divide that by three see how long you're singing that over and over and over yeah <laughs> they got so their money's like worth karaoke to it type yeah. Thing. Just, wow. oh yeah because the B-side was just the back and track because we really were ill prepared for what happened but actually it was really fun and it actually typified what Mill Street was all about we were very integrated all the fans all the artists all the people and there was great heart in it and when I meet people a lot of the crew and all the people who worked on it they were there for so long but actually it felt like we all won that year it wasn't just the, you know, the songs win. It was like the entire country won. Noel C. Noel C. was the big Noel man C's at the time. The man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the man. 
It was a big deal. It was really big. Uh, I was in college in Sligo at the time, but I came down for the weekend and everything. It was massive. Noel C. Duggan asked RTE straight away after Linda Martin won and said, I want to bring it to Mill Street. And at the time, nobody took him seriously, but he pulled it off. How? I mean, we're in a quite a small town here in the northwest of Cork on the Kerry border. Yeah. Infrastructure back then perhaps wasn't that good. The real isolated spot back then. It was isolated, yeah, but you, you have a mighty man in Nancy Duggan, uh, one in a hundred million, uh, no doubt about it, a brilliant man, uh, great foresight, absolute brilliant. I wrote my letter when Linda Martin, um, when the voting was going on, there were two more countries to vote and I decided she couldn't be beat. So I filled out my bit of paper and I wrote my letter to the Irish uh, authorities and I didn't hear for two months. Now some wise crack suggested at least quoted me as saying, which is not true, that uh, the reason they didn't reply for two months was that it probably took them that into time to stop laughing. You know, the Becky of the people too, the locality and the town and everything, and, uh, you know, everybody came on board and it, it was brilliant times. And how proud were you? Oh, I was very proud. Um, when I started out in college in 89, I'd say I was on Mill Street and people would say, where's that? And by the time I finished college in 93, they knew exactly where Mill Street was. I'm having a chat with Margaret Kelleher. You live on the hill here. You can almost touch where Eurovision took place 30 years ago. What are your memories? My memories are of a heatwave for the whole week. People in their shirt sleeves at 12 o'clock at night in the streets. Wonderful, wonderful atmosphere. Helicopter in the town park. Uh, people getting spins around for half an hour or whatever. Very happy atmosphere and no trouble whatsoever during the whole week. It was wonderful. People rallied, everybody helped, and there were a lot of bed and breakfasts and um, Killarney. People stayed in Killarney, which was, and McCroom, which was very handy, very uh, near us. It seemed, to, it seemed to go perfectly. There were no complaints whatsoever. Everybody loved it. Absolutely marvellous, and you know, it's a credit to the Dogan's family uh, what they brought into Mill Street and what they're still bringing into Mill Street. Luxembourg. Luxembourg, 10 points. Luxembourg, 10 points. And finally, Ireland. And being Eurovision royalty, 30 years on, um, today, how do you feel? Well, as a national treasure, obviously, now, because I'm not going for a legend yet. Um, uh, you know, actually, I, I love it. I love because I visit Eurovision every year. Not the actual Eurovision, but there's something around Eurovision I visit every year. And I'm part of a very elite club here in Ireland because there's like seven of us. And we all are very fond of each other. So we try and meet up, you know, through work usually at least a couple of times a year. It's a really lovely thing. And actually, I love the fact that people remember me for it, you know. And I also love the fact that Eurovision exists still that people understand what that was, you know. So, it was, yeah, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> and the super fans, I mean, every day you must get stopped or somebody contacts you. Mm -hmm. how, do you how do you deal with that? Oh, well, I love I love the fans. They know it. You know, I'll sit and shoot the breeze. Most of the time when people stop me and they recognise me, they want to talk about their experience of it, not necessarily about me. I was in the vicinity of it, as in I was singing. But really, they talk about what they were doing when I won, and I absolutely love that. Sean Radley, tell us about your time 30 years ago. What was your involvement in Eurovision here in Mill Street? 
Henry, I must say that everyone wanted to be involved in some way uh, with the uh, amazing excitement that was involved in Eurovision 1993. And uh, in many ways, I I was the curator of the local museum. So we uh, were able to uh, launch special uh, d- uh, exhibitions. We were trying to record the uh, daily, the daily uh, history of what was happening. We knew that this was in many ways most likely to be a once-off occasion and hence the amazing spirit of the community. The community spirit was just phenomenal uh, at that time because we all knew that this was going to be uh, need huge effort you gave me some stickers there, some original Eurovision um, Mill Street stickers. They are collector's items and they're still sticky. I mean, I, I'm not going to sell them on eBay. They mean a lot. But but for you, I mean, you know, was it just a, a magical time? It was totally magical. That's exactly the best description of all there, uh, Henry. And uh, you'll notice then in the sticker itself, it says uh, Eurovision uh, Song Contest Mill Street. And it doesn't say Ireland, it says Mill Street. Street. And so on the evening of the actual, uh, on the 15th of May 1993, uh, when the votes were coming in, they didn't say Bonsoir Ireland, they said Bonsoir Mill Street, good evening Mill Street. And uh, 25 times it was said for the 25 countries. And one year later, I happened to be in Bern in Switzerland and... Uh, I was complimenting uh, 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 the lady in the shop about the beauty of Bern itself and she said, are you English? I said, well, no, actually, I'm Irish uh, from a little place called Mill Street. And she just thought for one moment, she says, ah, Eurovision. But on a yearly basis, we have people from other countries great fans of Eurovision come to Mill Street just to view the venue, to view the area where this happened. Because remember, it was one of the very only locations that that the Eurovision Song Contest was held outside a city. This was a celebration of the rural Ireland in a beautiful manner, in a small town, but in a very special town. Noel Seadogan and the Duggan family only for Noel C and only for the Duggan family it just would not have happened Noel C that time became known as the Eurovisionary and he really was I've done two Eurovisions now I did one in Mill Street and one in Oslo I won one didn't win the other they felt about the same really? (laughs) yeah so it's not about winning taking part it's not always about winning you know I to be fair I was a returning queen when I came back to the second one so there was a little bit special there but and we did qualify which was even more exciting absolutely fantastic yeah it was really brilliant but the reality is the experience of Eurovision is to go be a part of this larger thing and you're on you're completely enveloped in it for the entire time that you're in this space that is Eurovision and so it was longer the second time because it was nearly two weeks now but originally it was only a week so I feel the same about both and both of them did a lot for me personally from a career point of view or from work point of view so really they felt about the same I'm not going to say that I'm not unhappy that I won one (laughs) Mill Street, I just can't understand how it ended up there. Uh, what mm. was the reasoning? Definitely the, the driving force behind Mill Street was Noel C. Duggan. To this day, that man is a force to be reckoned with. He's such a man. He was the man who decided 
this is coming to our town. And he told me afterwards, many years later, that that actually, that one act saved the town because realistically, they were able to hold all the events afterwards. They did a lot of big events, boxing matches, river dance, you name it. They did the whole thing there. They were able to do concerts and everything. So it really helped the town. But they were fantastic. It was really like, you know, being involved with people and they were just so invested in it, which was lovely. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.